Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, bed crimers. As always, I wish you the best. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out my channel. Let me just ask that after listening to or watching this video, if you learned something or enjoyed it, please do me a favor and smash that like button. Now let's dig in. What's up, bed crimers? Hope you guys are all well. Today I want to talk about the situation in Portland, Oregon, where there is the fear that a serialist is on the loose. I'm going to be quoting from an article on foxnews.com written by investigative reporter Michael Ruiz. Ruiz spoke to a veteran cold case investigator named Joseph Giacolone. He's a retired NYPD sergeant and now an adjunct professor at John Jay College of Criminal Justice. According to Gia Colone, the sheer number of missing persons cases in the area should be a cause for concern, even if no foul play is suspected. According to the article, roughly half of the 140 people missing from Multnomah County, Oregon, so far in 2023, are women and girls. The article also said that there are 401 active missing person cases statewide. The number of open cases involving missing women and girls in the first half of 2023 is already well above the 46 at the end of 2022. Last year, Portland police investigated 489 missing persons reports. Per Giacolone, some of the disappearances may be tied to Portland's policies on homelessness and out-in-the-open drug markets and dealings. The retired detective said he suspects more bodies will be found, likely due to overdoses, and some of those may be concealed by panicked fellow users who don't want to draw attention from law enforcement. The detective advised that there are likely more than six bodies that will be found, and he believes there should be a full investigation along with cadaver dogs and more. Of the six women found so far, we only know what one of them died from. Joanna Speaks was found in an abandoned barn, and she died by blunt force to her head and neck. Joanna's sister, Robin Speaks, and her stepsister, Arielle Hambly, both said that Joanna had been battling addiction on and off for years, and the last time her family had contact with her was in March. A second of the deceased young women, Charity Perry, was found inside a culvert, Ainsworth State Park. According to her mother, Diana Allen, Perry had a history of substance abuse and mental health problems. Perry's mother originally believed that Charity had been living in a tent in Vancouver, but later learned that Charity was last seen in an open-air fentanyl market in Portland, where she overdosed. During that episode, Perry was taken to the hospital and revived with Narcan. Later, Perry was released without verification of her address, no one looked up her background, and the hospital did not reach out to her emergency contact, and that would have been her mother, 
Diana Allen. Allen told Fox News, quote, I had been trying to find her, but every time I went to the tent she was staying out, she wouldn't be there. At first, I didn't know she went to Portland till the detective informed me of this. They can't give me a day of death, but are pretty sure it was April. Diana Allen believes the evidence shows Charity was taken to the location in the park in an attempt to conceal her remains. Note that according to an article in The Oregonian, investigators are looking into a possible connection between the deaths of Joanna Speaks Charity Perry and a third woman, Bridget Webster. All three died within three weeks of one another. That retired detective, Gia Colone, expressed that investigators are likely looking for patterns, even if they have not found evidence of a possible serialist, but it's too early to rule one out. Giacolone also pointed out that serialists always prey on the most vulnerable, more specifically on drug users, the homeless, and prostitutes, because they're usually transients. Giacolone said, quote, People aren't really looking for them after a certain period of time, and the groups that these individuals hang around with, whether it's the drug scene or the prostitution scene, are not really that friendly with the police. The reporter Michael Ruiz of this article ran a search of the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System database, and it revealed at least four other Jane Doe's who were found in the region in 2022. A woman in Lowell in May, another in Salem in November, and two more in Woodland, Washington in March and April. One of them was struck by a train. Two were found on the side of rural roads, and the fourth was found floating in the Columbia River. Gia Colone believes Portland, Oregon, right now, offers the perfect cover for a serialist. And that's because, one, people are going there from all sorts of countries and different parts of the state. Two, the open-air drug scene. Three, prostitution. And four, the city has a vibrant abolish the police movement. So it sounds like Gia Colone believes that there aren't enough officers, perhaps, to keep an eye on this drug scene and possibly also to investigate all these missing persons. He said, all this makes Portland, Oregon and the region a killer's sweet spot. That's a very scary thing to hear if you live in that region. I want to be able to say that if you're not involved in the illicit drug scene, if you're not a homeless person there, if you're not involved in prostitution, then you can breathe a sigh of relief. And that may be true. But honestly, we really don't know. It does sound like these vulnerable populations are the ones who really have to be careful right now. And I know that there are probably families where they have members who are engaged in these things and who have very little control in terms of going there and grabbing them and getting them out of the drugs and out of the homelessness and out of the prostitution. It's an awful situation, and I just hope it gets resolved quickly so that people can be a little less tense and a little less fearful. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories, if you learned anything from this, please smash that like button, 
consider subscribing, consider a membership if you like the work I do, and I'll see you next time.